Hey Buffalo Bills fans, it's Matt Warren, Editor-in-Chief at BuffaloRumblings.com, here on this special edition of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings to talk with you a little bit about kind of what happened on Thursday, the Thursday immediately preceding Buffalo Bills rookie minicamp. Lots of stuff happened. It's almost like, you know, it was the first day of school with so many people being there for the first time. You get all of the or, or almost all of the 2019 NFL draft class signing their contracts as they arrive at one Bills drive. Third round pick tight end Dawson Knox is the only player not under contract, but uh, I'm sure he will be. He's probably just not there yet. He had a travel delay or something like that, and he'll sign before the weekend is out, I'm sure. We've also had news come down that the Bills were still looking at uh, veteran tight ends to add Ben Watson, who eventually signed with the New England Patriots, and Lee Smith, the former Bills tight end, who was with the Oakland Raiders for the last few years. Both are rumored to have interest from the Buffalo Bills in bringing them in in a veteran uh, role at tight end. That was the first big news of the day before all the stuff hit the fan with the, uh, the free agents. Then we had Ziggy Ansah expecting to sign with the Seattle Seahawks. The Bills pursued him, talked with him several times, kept track of his medical updates. He's going to get at least $9 million from the Seahawks, even though he's probably going to miss all of training camp and could miss weeks of the regular season. Jordan Mills signed a contract with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the free agent from the Buffalo Bills has started for the last several years at right tackle, and uh, he's now heading to a division rival. And then, of course, Derek Anderson, the Buffalo Bills reserve quarterback deciding to retire. And that's, of course, related directly to the announcements of all of the undrafted free agent signings. And uh, you'll see why in about a second when I start going over that. But Derek Anderson signed a contract extension near the end of last season. Uh, I assumed he was going to come in and be that kind of third quarterback that helps Josh Allen learn how to go through an entire offseason and, uh, you know, just be that starting quarterback and be that leader. But according to general manager Brandon Bean, he was a little bit on the fence, even about signing the contract then. Before the draft, they talked with him again, and he was on the fence. And then they went hard after an undrafted free agent quarterback. And when they signed him on Thursday, right before the start of minicamp, Anderson decided that was going to be it, and he was going to call it a career. But the purpose of today's Breaking Buffalo Rumblings podcast is to talk about the 2019 undrafted free agent class of the Buffalo Bills. And it starts with quarterback Tyree Jackson from the University at Buffalo. Jackson is the reason, I mean, the the extension of the reason that Derek Anderson retired at this moment in time. They signed Jackson, went right after him as soon as the draft was over, probably during the draft. We're talking with him gave him a nice signing bonus to sign in Buffalo. And Jackson's that big-bodied developmental prospect at quarterback. And if they want to keep him on the roster, obviously Anderson was going to be the odd man out anyway. And so he just decided to to walk away. Let's talk about all of these undrafted free agents. We got a little bit of a helping hand from Andrew Griffin, our NFL draft expert at buffalorumblings.com. And let's start with Jackson. Griff says... Jackson is a prototype quarterback. He's knocked for his polish, but there are things to like about his game outside of his size and arm. His pocket work and his ability to improvise in particular was better than many prospects at the position this year. A lot of Bills fans got to see Jackson when he played at Buffalo. Uh, A very 
strong prospect for the Bills and uh, a developmental prospect moving forward. Next up, let's talk about West Virginia wide receiver David Sills. Sills is another guy that a lot of Bills fans are really looking at as a player that could make an impact on the Bills in 2019 and beyond. He came late to the position as a former quarterback recruit, but quickly put up big numbers at West Virginia with quarterback Will Greer throwing him the ball. He's a poor athlete, but he has some ability to high jump passes and was deadly in the red zone in college, which is why a lot of fans of the draft were surprised that he didn't get drafted, just because of how much he scored uh, at West Virginia. So he's another player that Bills fans are really excited about. Back through the list, let's go back to the uh, start of the alphabet. Uh, Linebacker Terrell Dodson from Texas A&M. Poor measurables, poor instincts, but he does have speed for a good linebacker. Uh, He may be best suited as an outside linebacker where he's free of blockers and able to punish runners in space. Iowa wide receiver Nick Easley is only 5 feet 11 inches tall. Easley was purportedly quick enough at his pro day to earn a position in the slot. Iowa's not the most prolific passing offense, but he came down with 52 catches last season to lead the team. Charlotte linebacker Juwan Foggy a late convert to the linebacker position. He was originally a wide receiver, so you know he has good speed for the position. He took well to the position change, but has only spent two years as a linebacker, so he's very raw. Offensive lineman Blake Hans from Northwestern is an experienced four-year starter. He has the size that you want, but never really became a solid tackle in college. He could be worth a look inside as he paved the way for two very productive running backs during his time at Northwestern. The Bills, of course, have added, I think, 115 players on their offensive line by now this offseason, so he'll have an uphill climb to the roster. University at Buffalo cornerback Cam Lewis was a starting cornerback for the Bulls this year. He managed to show off his ball skills by coming down with three key interceptions. He has decent speed and size, but could be asked to move inside, and he's another candidate to make the back end of the roster or the practice squad is probably more likely for him. Place kicker Chase McLaughlin is the last Bill's undrafted free agent signing. He's never missed an extra point in his career and was four for six from beyond 50 yards in his senior season at Illinois. Made 20 field goals in 2018 and was ranked second in the country in 50 plus yard makes and has a big enough leg, obviously. That leaves the Bills with three open spots. They also have a bunch of guys in for rookie minicamp this week on tryout contracts. They're not signed as undrafted free agents, quote unquote, signed as undrafted free agents but they are in for rookie minicamp. And so I'm assuming that the three guys that impress them the most will get offers as undrafted free agents as well, and we'll see them get contracts on Monday or Tuesday as the Bills wrap up their rookie minicamp this weekend. Uh, Buffalo, of course, also has room to add you know, free agents, whether it's one of those tight ends that we referenced, referenced earlier or it's a pass rusher or somebody that gets cut somewhere else uh, on down the line. You know, none of these guys signing undrafted free agent contracts. I think Jackson was the only one that received any substantial uh, signing bonus money, and his wasn't even that big. So it's, you know, it, these players have a good shot to make um, the, the training camp roster, but nothing is set in stone for them. Before we leave, let's talk about their paths to the roster. Um, in general, I think Jackson has the easiest path to the roster, but I don't think that that is a given. If you look at the last two years, the Buffalo Bills have entered the regular season with just two quarterbacks on the roster, and right now that would be Josh Allen and Matt Barkley. 
with Derek Anderson's retirement. In 2017, the Bills went into the regular season in Sean McDermott's first year as head coach with Tyrod Taylor as the starting quarterback, Nathan Peterman, the recently drafted rookie, as their developmental prospect, and then Joe Webb, the special teamer, wide receiver, all-around jack-of-all-trades, as their emergency third quarterback. But he played, like I said before, just as much special teams as he was in spending time in the quarterback room getting ready to, to pass the ball. Um, last year in 2018, the Bills went into the season. They traded A.J. McCarron right before the season started, and they only had the second-year player, Nathan Peterman, as their starting quarterback. They had Josh Allen, the rookie, as their developmental guy. And then it wasn't until a few weeks into the season that they signed Anderson to be the veteran backup, and then eventually Matt Barkley to be you know, another player that could play quarterback based on Josh Allen's injury. And then, of course, we had injuries to Derek Anderson, and it just became a whole big thing. So there was a lot of quarterbacks last year, but they went into the season with just Allen and Peterman. So I think the the path to the roster for Jackson is clear. He could come in and be that third quarterback, but I don't think it's a given that he's going to end up on that final roster. Obviously, the Bills made a push to sign him. Right after the 2019 NFL draft, they gave him extra money. They made him a priority and had him signed almost immediately after the draft. So it's obvious that they like him, but I don't know how obvious it is that they're going to have a, a roster spot for him on the 53-man roster to start the 2019 NFL season. Sills is a guy at a position, wide receiver, that has a very clear shot at the roster as well. You know who the Bills are going to have in the position, at least at the top four, top two or three at the very least. John Brown and Cole Beasley, they signed this offseason. It's highly unlikely that either of them are going to be released. Zay Jones and Robert Foster both played over 90% of the snaps down the stretch for the Buffalo Bills in 2018. It would be surprising if either one of them is released. So that's your top four. They signed Andre Roberts to a pretty nice-sized contract this offseason to be their kick returner and punt returner. And he, of course, plays some wide receiver as well. So looking at that, you would think he's going to be the fifth wide receiver. So that leaves, what, one spot for a wide receiver that's not hasn't been listed already to make the team. Isaiah McKenzie, uh, Ray Ray McLeod, and a bunch of other players that the Bills have added over the course of the last couple of years you know, are looking at that position, and only one of them is probably going to make it. Victor Bolden Jr., uh, Duke Williams... Cam Phillips, Damari Scott, all those guys are going to be fighting for one spot, or probably one spot, as the Bills enter training camp in 2019. I do want to talk about McLaughlin, too, the kicker. I I think the Bills are legitimately interested in bringing in competition for kicker Steven Hauschka. He's expensive and had a really tough time down the stretch after being injured against the New York Jets. A lot of Bills fans are willing to give Hauschka the benefit of the doubt, and so am I. But he's going to have to earn it against a big leg kicker like McLaughlin, who was so accurate in college. If McLaughlin outperforms Hauschka, I can definitely see a scenario where he's the team's kicker going into 2019 and Hauschka is released. That scenario saves the Bills $2 million against the salary cap. That's a pretty big swing, pretty big chunk. But it also sets them up for the future with Hauschka aging into his mid-30s. Taking a look back at Sean McDermott's 
roster building decision making the bills had one undrafted free agent make the roster the opening day roster in 2018 and that was robert foster they eventually released him in favor of cam phillips another undrafted free agent and then phillips underperformed so they brought back foster and foster of course exploded as the season went on levi wallace the cornerback undrafted out of alabama did not make the initial 53-man roster, but was brought up after a couple weeks after the Vontae Davis fiasco and ended up playing really well, uh, playing his way into the starting role at cornerback. So the Bills, of course, have relied on undrafted free agents in the recent past. It wouldn't be surprising to see them have one or two undrafted free agents make the final 53-man roster in 2019. That's going to do it for this episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. We'll have another episode with your regular host, Anthony Marino, coming out next week following Bill's rookie minicamp. And we'll probably have some more signings to discuss by then. So stay tuned, subscribe, tell a friend. Thanks for listening to me, Matt Warren, on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings.